Being that this uh, forum is a place where every week I give over Torah ideas, Torah thoughts based on the teachings of the Rebbe, um, I would be remiss not to mention the passing of the greatest teacher, um, transcriber, and disseminator of the Rebbe's Torahs and teachings of our generation, Rabbi Yoel Khan of blessed memory, who's known to all simply as Rabbi Yoel, who passed away yesterday. Much has been said and written about this great person, and I'm sure that now even more will be said and written about him. And I'm not going to endeavor in any way in this moment or two to try to describe such a person. I'll just say that his unparalleled genius, both the photographic memory as well as the brilliant depth and crystal clarity coupled with his absolute devotion to Torah and to his teacher, the Rebbe, made him the ultimate teacher to the tens of thousands of students who he taught over 70 years of uninterrupted teaching and the hundreds of thousands who are beneficiaries and ultimately Talmidim students of his who gain from his teachings daily in so many different ways. As he ascends also to heaven, may his clear voice join the clamoring voices of us down here and all those up there begging of Hashem to finally bring an end to this Golos and bring Mashiach Sidkenu, where we will be reunited with our tzaddikim, with our loved ones, and where happiness will reign once again in this world and suffering should be forgotten forever. This Shabbos is the last Shabbos of the three-week period of mourning for the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash as Sunday, of course, is Tisha B'Av, the day of mourning, the day, the fast day, the day that more than any other day represents the destruction, and the day that will very soon, with the coming of Mashiach, be transformed to a, grave, to a day of Simcha, a day of happiness, a day of, of Yom Tov. And as we've been doing, to look into the Parsha of the week to find some message in relation to this time. The Parsha is the first Parsha of the book of Devorim, the Chumash of Devorim, which is really one long conversation or discussion of Moshe Rabbeinu with the Jewish people before they were about to enter into the land of Eretz Yisrael. It's after, it's the end of the 40 years in the desert, Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be passing away very shortly, and he tells them this entire Chumash. The Chumash begins with words of toichacha, words of rebuke, um, of Moshe Rabbeinu to the Jewish people. And right in the beginning, the second Pasuk, it says, <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu begins by saying, it's only an 11-day journey from Chayrev, the place where they received the Torah, until Eretz Yisrael. Chad Asr Yom it's only an 11-day journey. It, would only, it should only take 11 days. And as Rashi tells us, but it didn't take us 11 days. It took us only three days. It took us three days to get from the place of where the Torah was given to where we were very close to coming to Israel. Hashem made it super quick, supernaturally quick. But then instead of us entering into the land immediately, we ended up wandering 40 years in the desert because of the sins of the Jewish people. And here we have an interesting extreme. It's either going to be miraculous that we're going to get we're going to do an 11-day journey in three days, or it's going to be 40 years. There's no middle grounds. Meshur Abinu doesn't allow for, okay, let's travel the normal time as long as it takes. 
He says right in the beginning of Devarim, he says to the Jewish people, he says, the way Hashem deals with you is either it's going to be miraculous, either it's going to be amazing and you're going to go much quicker than naturally you can, or it's going to be the, the extreme opposite. And what should take a short trip it will take you 40 years. And in fact, what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling us here is the bedrock and becomes indicative of the story of the Jewish people from then for the next over 3,000 years to where we are today. The story of our existence is either that we're living a miraculous, beautiful, divinely inspired life. Whether it's a time of leaving Mitzrayim, leaving Egypt with miracles and wonders, whether it's the giving of Torah, whether it's the conquest of Eretz Yisrael, whether it's the Beis HaMikdash standing in this place with the miracles that happen in the Beis HaMikdash daily. A miraculous, tremendous type of existence. Or, on the flip side, we're in exile. We're persecuted. We're sent from country to country. There are nations of the world that are trying to destroy us as the story of our existence for the last 2,000 years till this very day. That there is no other nation, that there are nations that are actively trying, want to, and are trying to destroy us every day. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu tells us from the beginning. He says, your existence is one extreme or the other. Beautiful and miraculous or terrible. Also not in a natural way so terrible. Why is that? And the answer is as simple as it's powerful. We enjoy a special relationship with Hashem. We say it in the davening, Ubanu Bacharto Hashem chose us when He gave us the Torah, and therefore coined the, we coined, the phrase was coined the chosen nation, because Hashem chose us when He took us out of Mitzrayim and He gave us the Torah. Already beginning earlier for Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah. And because we have that special connection, we're going to exist in one of two forms either in a way where there's revealed holiness, kindness, supernatural relationship, or if we're not deserving of it, if our behavior is not one that can really um, uh, deserve or accommodate that type of a relationship, then Hashem is going to give us the forces into the opportunity to correct our ways, to mend our ways, give us the challenges that are going to require us to live up to who we're supposed to be. So that once again, he can, he can shower us with his revealed blessings, kindness, goodness in a supernatural way. And that's the story of the Jewish people and the story of our existence. And therefore, when we think about Golos, when we think about Tisha B'Av, when we think about um, exile, persecution, sorrows, pain and difficulty, and sometimes it can make us feel sad and make us feel down, rightfully so. At the same time, the very same difficulty actually has a promising message. We might be in difficult places. We might be punished, but never forsaken. Forsaken would mean that Hashem says, okay, you're like everyone else. We've severed our special bond. If we're like everyone else, then we don't have to suffer that much. We can be like everyone else. No revealed holiness and supernatural relationship and no suffering. Forsaken. Golos, exile and difficulty says, no, you're not forsaken. You have a challenge. You have something you have to accomplish. You have to come back home. You have to be there again in that time and place and situation where I can shower you with my unlimited love. And that's how even the most extreme circumstances of exile become an empowering message to us. The empowering reminder 
the difficulties and pain reminds us, yes, there is a unique relationship. One that can and will ultimately be a relationship of revealed wondrous goodness. And until then, it's a relationship that's demanding, that's challenging, that every day makes us work harder until we reach that goal. So as we approach Tisha B'Av once more, we turn our eyes heavenward and we beg by Hashem and we say that, yes, we understand that, we understand that we're never forsaken. But the 2,000 years of Golos have most definitely brought that message home to us and all the terror, the mitzvahs of the Jewish people of Klal Yisrael throughout the generations definitely have brought us to that time when we are ready and worthy for the time of the coming of Mashiach Zedkenu may be even today so that this Tisha B'Av should not be a day of fasting like last year and the one before and the one before that but a day of rejoicing with our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as He reveals Himself in this world once again. Hashem, the world will be filled with knowledge of Hashem. Kamayim layom mechasim, as the waters cover over the seabed in this entire beautiful, engulfing way, may it be even today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.